Hello, everyone. Welcome to Universal Energy Radio and the Lowest Effect. My name is Alisa. My name is Liz. So, uh, oh, excuse me. First things first, we've been updated by uh, Marguerite, by Raven, and we're, I'm not going to get into uh, specific details, but uh, just... Um, her son, uh, Josh, let's just hold a very pure, stable intention, energy, light, allowing for source to do its thing, recognizing the wholeness and the perfection of all involved and sending lots of divine love and intelligence to Josh's very vulnerable heart and just holding the space for this moment and for the moments to follow. And I think less is more in terms of weighing it down with words. Yeah. So, yeah. The energy is, is the energy support and love is, is certainly there. So, uh, anyway, uh, we love you all. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, that, yes, darling. No, I, I'm just, you know, how do we segue from that to, uh, you know, what else? How do we se- how, Right. <laughs> oh, right. I know. Like, right. 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 Well, we segue in in that, uh, for whatever reason, life is always interspersed with challenges, uh, with things that we don't understand, um, that we, as we shift and evolve, we gain more understanding, but it's, it's so layered. And, uh, you know, the only explanation that has, has ever made sense to me is that if it's in the field of possibilities, it's, pos- it's a possibility. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. Yeah. And that's the good, the bad, and everything else in between. It's in the, it doesn't mean all those things are going to uh, enter your field of experience, but it could. Hmm. And... Um, and I think once we're no longer here, then we get that absolute clarity um, and understanding and wisdom and awareness as to why were we witness, why or oh, why did we go through this, or why did we have to endure this, or why did we have to overcome this? I think those answer, those answers come when we are not of this form. So in the meantime. It's something that exists in the field of possibilities uh, because how else can we make sense of the madness of the the challenges and the um, crises that we have to uh, navigate and then pick ourselves up again and then just with the world up at large I mean I, since we're holding while we're while we're holding space. Let's hold space for Colorado Springs. Mm. Yeah. 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 And to the fierceness and the bravery, you know, and to Josh's fierceness and bravery, you know, and that it was by, which I love, uh, by the sheer will and tenacity and their fearlessness, I believe it was a drag queen's heel that intercepted the shooter, which I think is fabulous and just such a such a uh, testament to fearlessness um, in the wake of adversity and uh, for communities 
to still not feel safe, community or the queer community, this is just ridiculous. This is, it's just enough already, you know? So, uh, yeah, to, to, to the fearless spirit that dwells in all of us and to Josh and to all those that need support and to the fierce community in Colorado Springs, we acknowledge you. Not the best segue, but I'm getting there. Huh. <laughs> but it's good to acknowledge, you know. And it's important. But, um, yeah, it's just um, astounding with how allegedly progressive we are as a, as a society. There's so much fear and resistance to progress. I think that's just why this nonsense, this uh, deplorable, these deplorable events keep happening over and over and over again and how, and how fear is, is transmitted. You know, I'm hopeful for um, the generations that are following us. I'm hopeful. But at the same time, so much fear, it's fear and resistance. I mean, that's really why so much of this uh, is even a thing. So on an individual level, how do we navigate our own fear and our own resistance? Right. Right. So there we go, which is why we need to laugh and which is why we need to find the beautiful moments in whatever, uh, in whatever way, shape, form, whatever opportunity can present itself. You know, just for that smile. It's sacred and it's precious. We can't take a damn thing for granted. You know? So we need to find those times when we can gallows humor. You know what I mean? We're laughing, laugh like that church laughter. Hmm. Just to, yeah, just to find, just to find those moments where we can, we can uh, celebrate and raise the vibration a little bit as challenging as that might be. It's, you know, it's tough. So, yeah. um, Yeah. Yeah. This uh, past weekend, Mm -hmm. uh, on Sunday, I did a brunch with some of my, my wine research friends. And um, Mm. and one of them I hadn't seen in a while. She's a, she used to be a, a teacher. She's in administration now but at an elementary mm-hmm. school in a fairly rural area of Georgia. And, and you know, she always has, every teacher has crazy stories of, you know, the trials and tribulations of being a teacher and of kids. Mm-hmm. But she is dealing with, because her elementary school kids, and, and it's in a fairly impoverished area. Um, you know, she, all these kids just have, so many issues, just you know, just getting yep. to school and not having any support yeah. at home, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, oh my god. And she just, she's like, I just don't know. She's six years away from, I think, being fully vested. Mm-hmm. Like she can retire in six years, yeah, and be set, you know, and have like a lot of her loans forgiven, that type of thing. She has a master's yeah. degree, all you know, all this stuff. She's, you know, she's. And she comes from a family of educators, whether her parents were, were in the system as, as teachers. And so she's seen a lot, but she said, this has just been really, really difficult because yeah. I just don't know. And, and she's, you know, she's giving all these different examples. And, and ultimately, you know, my, my question tends to be, um, you know, it, it can't be fixed by a system outside of ourselves. Like you can't exactly. You can't. Mm-hmm. You can get a lot of changes that happen when you're in a different environment. Definitely, I'm not saying it's you know it's not doesn't serve a purpose, you know, or several purposes. However, I fundamentally, what have you know what I'm trying to like reverse engineer like you know asking these questions like what has happened, 
um, what has happened for us to have such, you know, such broken homes and broken people. You know, I think you can mm-hmm, still have mm-hmm. have people who you know, don't don't get along fine, and then they, you know, they so they they separate. But, um, you know, the phrase is it takes a village. So we we don't have a village. You know, we have mm-hmm. silos. We have this is this is mine, and that's it. And and no um, no consistent way of of I guess recreating a community like for for us and our our immediate family it is our family that's our that's our community right. and even you know obviously even that's changed a lot too but that's what we I remember growing up uh, uh, there were there were certain things that probably wouldn't fly now. Although I think there are people who would prefer, like I'm sure there are people who would like, I, I would love to have to just stay home and, you know, and, and not have to work, but, but work, you know, still take care of the house or whatever uh, and kids, but it's, it would be a different vibe. Whereas back in the day, you know, women had a certain role and that's what they did. And men had a certain role and that's mm-hmm. what they did. And, and you figured out that that's where you had all your, um, that's where you had your your role models, so that's how, that's what you you modeled your behavior, and not that that was you know, not that that was perfect because anybody who's looked beneath the surface knew that there was all kinds of dysfunction in that as well. But it like it looked it looked like it worked. Um, you know, a, a family has a mother and a father, and the father does this, and the mother does this, and um, and so as we're expanding our own of masculine and feminine and not male and female but masculine and feminine like that's totally you know, kind of drawing back to perhaps the Colorado thing where or even go back to Orlando or any other list of, mm-hmm. of things yes. where the community has been attacked uh, because it doesn't make sense you know for some people it's not natural it doesn't make sense and yet um, if you really look at how things work are people being supported you know, it, it, you look at any 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 situation. Are people being supported? Is it actually a healthy environment? Um, and you'll find that there can be a lot of different uh, a lot of different ways to play that out. Now, it might not be to your cup of tea, <laughs> right? But um, you know, it's not like gay kids come from gay families. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, people don't come out because you know, at least in my experience. If you've got two moms, you're probably straight, <laughs> you know, or right. if you've got, right. you know, it, it's not, it's not, it's not like a, a oh, well, genetically, because uh, you've been in that environment. It means that they'll probably be more open to it if they had a positive environment, you know, but if they had, right. if, if, if they had two dads who were abusive or two mothers who were abusive, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. the key here is the abuse part, not the gender part. Um, right. So I'm looking at, at, you know, what kind of support and, and how many people like, you know, I, for me, my, my generation is Gen X and, and, uh, you know, we were as a group lumped together in that, in, in that, you know, we were left alone because both parents were working, trying to make their dollars. And, mm-hmm. and we were, I mean, I, I wasn't in that situation. I had a mother that, that was still old school, stayed home, um, and so I had that, but a lot of my friends didn't. And right. So, you know, we, we figured out things, and I wouldn't say everyone was necessarily abused because of it. It just meant that we we figured things out. And mm-hmm. and so we perpetuate that as, as, you know, for my friends who are parents. Like, they're trying to do the right thing, too. Like, they don't want to leave their kids alone. So, you know, you, you really can't now. <laughs> Legally, you really can't leave your kid alone. <laughs> below a Not like the good old days. We could just right, leave you can leave. right. Here's a key. Here's some, you know, go, here's some pop tarts. Mommy, go get mommy a six-pack and a pack of cigarettes. And get yourself some pop tarts. Yeah, while you're getting, while you're getting some food, bring, some, bring some, some cigarettes and some beer back for me. But, you know, so we, we go through these, um, these periods of growth and expansion. And, and even in that, it's in, it's in figuring out ways I hate to say to survive, but how to get by, how to make it work. It's not the ideal situation. But what is the ideal situation? I mean, I guess ultimately right. the ideal situation is people feeling like they're supported, that they're seen, 
that they're heard, that they're accepted, right. they're nurtured. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. And you might not get all that in, in one family unit because everyone's got their own crap to deal with. <laughs> you know, you do the best you can. But I was just, I was feeling for, for my friend who, you know, is, is just at a loss. And I, you know, my question was, how are you taking care of yourself? Mm-hmm. Because uh, who was it? There was someone else telling me about this, someone who in the course of the past week, oh, it was, <laughs> it was at, it was at one of my, one of my, uh, one of my tours from the other weekend. He's a lawyer. Mm-hmm. And he said, you know, my dad, he said, my dad was a pilot and you know, he, so he was busy, but when he came home, it's not like someone called him in the middle of the night to ask about his flight and what happened on, uh, here and here and here. Like, he was done. He was done with the job right. when he clocked out, and he got home, and he could just be at home. He said, as a right. lawyer, he's like, I get calls all around the clock. Oh, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter that mm-hmm. I have a family. I've got a five-year-old. It uh, doesn't matter that I've mm-hmm. told him I'm going on vacation. He said, so he's mm-hmm. trying to find – He's done it for 14 years. He's trying to find um, what his, you know, what his next step is because he's like, I can't continue doing it. Um, right. I love what I do, but I can't continue doing it in this environment. Um, mm-hmm. So people are really asking their own questions and, and reflecting back to, you know, what they know. Like you do the best with what you know. And I even right. say, even in my in the past few months, I'm, I'm really kind of re, reconfiguring or remembering or, or trying to make sense of things that I experienced growing up but didn't quite make the connection. Uh-huh. I, don't, I don't necessarily calling everything into question, but, but because I know I had these experiences – uh, yeah, but but I don't think I made these connections. Like, oh well, that's probably why I do these things. So it's really yes. evaluating, mm-hmm. reevaluating, and and reassessing what mm-hmm. sorts of things did I pick up. And we and you can call them skills. They can, can have a skill, and but it could be a skill that you you uh, perhaps use to your detriment. <laughs> you oh, know? all day, all um, day. Yep. And and so how do you turn that into okay either either you turn it into something positive, um, you know you, you see the flip side of that duality or you you start to create something different a different a different set of skills um, to support you where you are now given all that you know and yep. all that you've experienced mm-hmm. and not everyone right. has that grace period to do that or or the or quite honestly, the the comfort to do that. The luxury, yeah. Mode. Or the luxury. It's a luxury yep. for some, and, and that's yep. you know for yep. those survival, survival mode. mode. And, We've been and, talking about survival mode. Exactly, and you know, and so like I get right. it. I'm in my I'm in my fifties. If I had that kind of insight and and the way to to um, articulate it and and integrate it when I was in my twenties, that would have been amazing. Um, so yeah, you can well. imagine for people who are in there, who yeah. are for kids, for school kids, that's all they know. And you have to be able to, you know, okay, how do you yeah. approach them? And, mm-hmm. and, um, and, you know, not blow smoke up their ass, but, but, you know, but also being able to handle what they can, what they can handle and, right. and, and try to provide something to, to, for them to, to work with that's going to be different from what they know, but can become part of what they know. Right. Um, and and it's not even just people in, in these extremes. I mean, it's, it's every family, you know, I, I'm, I look at even my own responses when I'm with, like with Isabel, um, because I've caught myself where I'm like, when I get, when I get, oh, yeah. lost, you know, overwhelmed, I'm like, okay. Um, in hindsight, I'm like, there was a better way for me to express what I needed right. to express without right. shutting down, which is what was done to me mm-hmm. so that yep. she won't perpetuate that either because there's, there has to be right. a better way. Yep. So I'm like, okay. So, be, but that, so that's just in my own family. That's, 
other people are dealing with things that are just completely, you know, horrendous. Yep. Um, you know, and 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 physically, you know, physically they treat they they're in precarious positions. Um, yep. So much, you know, and that, and then who knows what else that leads to you know, mentally, emotionally, spiritually. Um, so it's it. it I, I just look at I look at all of the things that are happening, and you know, things are coming up for for different reasons, various reasons, like kind of on that same on that same. A wave of yeah things things are changing because things have to change and we've all been wanting change yeah. we just don't know how that looks but we are that change the thing is we are that change it's not oh well so until someone else does it we, we kind of have to go beyond that um but for for school mm-hmm. kids for for little kids and for people who are just basically immature yep and not at that stage of development regardless of their age you know, what mm-hmm. what do we, how 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 can how can we be the best person around that around those people and and how can you know if that's if that is our intention you know i guess that's right we are the light workers i don't know but that's the sort of stuff because i look at i look at my friend and and she um she does she does the best she can but i, I really look at her and say that's how how, mm-hmm. how can you do that i mean how how are you taking care of yourself? And she just said, she's, she, you know, yep. at, the, at this point, we're all at a wine tasting. She's like, well, you know, I do drink. I'm like, I get it. But she, she's like, I know, I know. Like, right. That's, That's funny. That's funny. She's like, uh, I drink. <laughs> I'm like, I have no right. doubt. Hello. I'm a high functioning alcoholic. <laughs> right. Right. I'm a high functioning you know, drug addict. You know, what, a, what, 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 what we do? That's an honest answer. Because that is yep. how people are coping. You know? That's, that's a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we can understand it. It's a lot. It's a lot to cope with. So any place that we can find a pocket of joy, like I said earlier, that's what life is about. Yeah. Because it's just crazy. Yeah. So, yeah, when you talk about survival, that's that's why I love the show alone. (laughs) <laughs> just to just to strip it strip it all down. yeah so I didn't realize there were several more episodes I saw a special on Hulu that I thought I had ended the, the season I didn't so I actually just finished season one uh, so you let me know when you're done with season one all right I'm close because kind of in the middle uh, yeah. in the middle of that series of that season they have this like it looked like like they were wrapping things up. I'm like, well, there's still four people left, so I don't know what's going on here. Exactly. So, I know. Yeah. That's what happened. I got a little blindsided, but, but then I, I figured it out. So I just, yeah, it is. So I got a little derailed, but I, I finished it recently. And then I'm fixing to, to start season two, but I'm <laughs> going to I'm going to wait until you're done with season one. So maybe we can sort of start it at the same time. And it's okay. good just to have like a little a little, a little, a little right. intermission. And then, but I want to go, I want to go back to it, but I always think of you and I don't know if this is uh, a national commercial, but there, but there is a, an insurance commercial and the, um, it looks like it's a cooking show with puppets and, and, and this, and it's like the chef is like singing with these puppet vegetables and things like that. And then it turns out that they need insurance. So, and, and then, and then, so she gets interrupted with her, her moment singing with her puppet, you know, vegetables or whatever. And then she deals with the uh, problem with the insurance fix. And then she goes back to her studio kitchen and then she's like, uh, where 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 was I? And then there's a puppet carrot. And then I always think of you. Uh-oh. And the puppet carrot says, "You are fixing to peel me." And then every time I I just laugh. I think of you, and I just laugh out loud. You are fixing to peel me. <laughs> it's this is what I'm talking about. It's 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 the silly things that make you laugh. Anyway. Oh yeah. my goodness. So there's no, yeah, there, there's, there's, there's no, there's, there's, there's no, uh, uh, segue for what I'm about to get into. So we'll just, uh, okay. press on unless you need to bring something to my attention. 
So in the spirit of the survival show alone, I talk about um, having uh, throwing my, my fishing line in the dating pool. And I'm just, I'll throw, I'll throw my fishing pole in, and then I check, and there's nothing there, or there's a dead fish, or there's, you know, seaweed, or nothing. <laughs> so, and I was laughing because I le- I'm learning about all these things in the wilderness that this New York City chick has no idea. So, yeah, and they're so, they're so tenacious. Um, you know, they're trying to figure out what's the most effective uh, action to take with the least amount of effort because they have right. to conserve everything. And it really kind of ties into the 80-20 principle, which I'm just learning about, where um, 20% effort will, lead, will yield 80% results. Mm-hmm. I'm like, ooh called the Pareto Principle or the 80-20 Principle. I'm actually teaching it to my students because I find it fascinating where you can, uh, if you really think about what's the most important and you apply that without getting, you know, overwhelmed and, um, and bogging yourself down with the universal law, law that you can apply to everything um, in your life, and basically, for many events, roughly 80% of the effects come from 20% of the causes. So apparently, there was this economist named Wilfredo Pareto in 1896, and he he observed that 80% of the land in Italy was owned by 20% of the population. And he also saw in his garden, 20% of his plants were bearing 80% of fruit. And he described this relationship mathematically as a, a power law of distribution between two quantities. So um, you can identify which initiatives to take so you can prioritize what you're going to do to make the most impact. So it's really the difference between overachieving versus high achieving. And I always would confuse overachieving with high achieving. Mm. So, right. And that's been my whole, like I'm figuring, I am always the last one. I'm always the last bitch to the party. I'm always the last (laughs) one. Always the last one. So we, we, we spot, so in 80, 20 thinking, we spot the few really important things and ignore the massive unimportant things like overthinking as Mm. we are known to do. Right. A little bit, so, yeah. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. <laughs> so you can, you can really prioritize what has the highest impact, which could really increase your uh, productivity. So, so some of the examples, and then I'll go back to the survival show. So some, some of the examples, it's like 20% of your wardrobe is worn 80% of the time. True. 20% of the farmers produce 80% of the world's agriculture. 20% of the apps in your phone get 80% usage. <laughs> 20% of the foods, it's true, right? Yep. 20% of the foods you eat cause 80% of the weight gain. Mm. 20% of the population implement 80% of their creative ideas. 20% of, your, 20% of your allies will help with 80% of your success. So in other words, 20% of your ha- habits create 80% of your productivity. So, or 20% of planning causes 80% of a project success. So I think Mm. that's so interesting that if you prioritize what you need to get done, um, you don't have to do your whole list, but if you complete 20% of those tasks, that's going to result in 80% of the impact that you create for the day. So we're going, so so this is what I'm teaching the children. (laughs) So... And applying to my life. So with the survival show, you know, you talk about you have that one that one fishing pole, you got the bait, and that's just for one fish. So they have this, okay, now I never knew what this is because, hello, New York City girl, I don't know anything. So they do a thing called a trot line, T-R-O-T. Yep. I thought it was trout. But, so you know because <laughs> you watch the show. A, yeah, a trot line, T-R-O-T, and that's when – they have like a long rod that extends 
with multiple hooks, and then it increases the chances of baiting fish. Right. And I'm like, this is fascinating. This is fascinating. So let's apply that to dating. So I'm only on the one app, only on the eHarmony, which we talked about last time, only on that one. Even though scams and things will occur, it's so minimal compared to uh, the apps that are just less intensive and either free or cost less than eHarmony. And I'm not playing with no uh, childish nonsense anymore. Been there, done that, got the T-shirt, hated the concert. Yeah, it was, uh, yeah, it was uh, sociopath and the liars. I'd like, I'm not, yeah, not, not, yeah, not going on tour anymore with that. So, <laughs> so then the last uh, show, which was Thursday, I said, oh, I actually, there was actually somebody that popped up there that it really was the first time. Again, 80-20 rule. 80% of the people that I'm going to see on this thing, I'm going to throw the fish back in the water. Mm-hmm. 80%. 20%, there might be some, some good ones. But I'm not really, I just have my trot line in. That's it. I check it. I'm like, okay, nope. And I leave it for another day. So I was talking about who I thought was like a Japanese businessman because I was just all into their frames of their glasses. It takes something <laughs> so crazy for me to be like, ooh, it's so crazy. Just I love the frames. But what's interesting is, and this happens a lot on the apps, which is, but it will happen to statistically much less on eHarmony because there's such an investment of energy and some some money. And these other apps cost money, but this is this is this is really for allegedly for more serious minded people. It's a lot easier if you're gonna be playing games, it's a lot easier to play games on the hundreds of other apps that are out there. eHarmony really is uh hopefully for more stable, more uh serious-minded individuals, or the odds are higher to attract that demographic. So what was very interesting as I uh, was looking at this person's profile, I like the pictures. I'm like, oh, but but there really wasn't too, too much except um, that they were entrepreneurs and that they were in the New York City area. And there's not many that pop up for my demographic, women over 50, for my demographic in the New York City area because they're all being sluts on these other apps that are less <laughs> challenging. And they can, and the sluts can stay there. Stay there, done that. Please stay there. I am not dealing with that kind of energy because she's a lady. Anyway, so what was really interesting is I looked at the profile, there wasn't too much there, except for location, profession, entrepreneur, and then uh, there's like a a prompt where you can like describe a little bit about yourself. And it said, uh, my friends would describe me as a good communicator and listener, right? Mm. And I'm like, that that sounds familiar, scrolling. And then I'm seeing another Asian gentleman, same thing, same job, same location, but different person, Hmm. right? And I'm putting two to two together. And I'm like, oh, somebody's doing a high-level scam. Somebody is, there's some, I just put two and two together. And the thing is, because of my experience in October, where I was so... Uh, deceived by someone that I knew from my past. So it doesn't matter. It could be a stranger or it could be somebody that, you, that, that you've known. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, whatever's going to happen is going to happen. So I would have j- just as much uh, chances of success with a complete stranger as I would with somebody that I know already because crazy is everywhere. <laughs> crazy is just, yeah, crazy does not discriminate. 
very interesting. So, of course, delete, 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 delete. And I just put my chart line back in and really just understanding that this is not the way the dating apps function, the ones that are mass market. This one is different. I want to be in the slow lane. I'm good with that. Okay, so bye. My, he turned out he was Chinese. Bye, my Chinese businessman with the cute brain. I'm like, okay, there's a racket going on and I'm not buying into it. Right. <laughs> so I didn't even get, like, no, like, delete, delete, delete. Okay. So that was uh, from time that we were on the air. All right. So I'm not thinking about it. So every day I would check my line, put the line back in the water, and go about, you know, fixing my, my fire and looking for uh, <laughs> squirrels to shoot and eat for dinner. <laughs> so, I'm at, so I'm at work yesterday minding my own business. And I uh, check my email. And I don't have my notifications for, for this app. I'm really, like, in the slow lane. I check it on my computer or my iPad. I don't even look at it on my phone. I'm not I'm not playing that game like I'm not playing the slots in Vegas. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm just like, nope, the slow lane, the slow lane. So um during the break at work yesterday afternoon, I checked my email and it says, Oh, uh so and so sent you a private message. And I'm like, Yeah, okay. <laughs> and, they, and there was like a blurred, like you can't really see the person's picture until you log on. So it's sort of like a blurred picture. And I'm like, okay, this is just going to be like another scary old dude. You know, uh, if, you know, I think his name is Rip and his middle name is Van Winkle. Like I'm just not going to even, <laughs> I'm not going to even, okay, I'll look at, the, I'll look at this shit when I get home. All right. I go home. I go on the thing. I opened up the profile. And to my surprise, I look at the couple pictures, and I'm like, oh. And again, with attraction, we don't know. We can think in our heads, but we don't know until we just feel that visceral kind of like, oh, kind of surprise. We just don't know until it hits us. Or maybe it depends on the day. The time. I have no idea. So I was surprised because I was all set to throw my line, my chart line back in the water. I was all set. Like when I was um, at work, I'm like, I'll look at this shit later, please. But to my surprise, oh. And it's so crazy how with so little information, and if you're smart, you can really check if someone's legit or not. Mm-hmm. So... This because on these apps you don't get no last name. Obviously, you get a first name if they're not lying, <laughs> and you get their age, which everybody lies about, and then um, including myself. Otherwise, I'd be with you know I'd be matched with um, about Crane. So. Um, <laughs> And I know, and I and I and I know how I know how I look, so it's like it's not a stretch. I know I can pull it off. And the thing is, too, if the person, if I ever got to meet the person and we got whatever, I would joke about it. Like, there's no way, there's no way that my picture would even pop up if I gave you my real age. So this is whatever. And even with my fake age, I look younger than my fake age. So I'm good. <laughs> I just, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. Oh I made my sure gosh. it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't so far. Yeah, it's not unrealistic. I, I even look younger than my fake age, so I'm not even playing games. I just have to, I have to work within the system, you know? That's it. I know what I'm dealing with. <laughs> so you get the first name. You get the fake age, even though I don't think he's lying about his age. And you get a location, a rough general area, and you get profession. So all I had to do and this person isn't in New York City proper, but this person is in a nice, I, would, I guess we'll call it suburban area, like 30 minutes by 
like taking, not a subway, but taking a nice train, right? Taking a nice train, not, and Pennsylvania Station is just a few blocks away from me. So easy. So I got the location. I got the first name. I got the profession. And because this person is from this suburban area and his profession is kind of unique, which I'll tell you in a second, all I did was put those three things in. I put the name, I put the area, and I put the profession. And I went on Google Images, and there we go. And then I got the last name, and then I went on Instagram. Less than three minutes. And what's so sad but true, I think it's funny. Um, it's already an upgrade from, from, the, from what I went through. It's already an upgrade, and I'll tell you why. Because this person didn't lie about their profession, <laughs> which is which the person I was last with, who was, my, was a, a dear college friend who sought me out decades later. Means nothing. <laughs> Ended up being a sociopath. Sociopath, okay? <laughs> Dating multiple people, including me. Or cheated on people with me. Isn't that beautiful? So already it's an upgrade. Um, I found that I find something about this person I find attractive. Also, they do their, they say what they do. So they actually live what they say they live. And they actually do what they say they do. And this person is a working professional jazz tenor saxophonist. How cool what? is that? Wow. Yes. Oh, yes. I did good with my top with my top line. <laughs> I think I caught a big fish. And the thing is, I never initiate contact. But I'm not there yet, right? I never initiate contact. So what was great was that I took a peek at the Instagram. There was even a couple of videos of him playing uh, with the jet, with the, uh, I think he was on vacation in Italy. How ironic that the other one was mm. about Italy. On, mm. va- mm. on, vaca- mm. on vacation in Italy and um, sat in with an orchestra and doing like a solo. And I'm like, oh. now the thing is that when someone is, is really passionate about whatever it is that they're passionate about, whether it's music, painting, writing, cooking, whatever it is, that's foreplay for me. <laughs> right, I truly right. am, and I think you're the same, I truly am a sapiosexual, which means you're really attracted by the mind. Mm-hmm. You know, of course, looks are important. Um, I think some people are so dismissive and so superficial when it comes to looks that they would overlook someone like him. They would overlook someone like me. You know, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. Not, it's, it's, not, it's, not, it's not an obvious sale. You have to really get to know the person and really see the subtleties of what makes them attractive as opposed to, oh, look at these two old people trying to be cute. <laughs> you know, that's very, very dismissive. And it was the first time, because I've gotten, you know, uh, consistent messages from different people and they scare me. I go, delete, 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 delete. Like this stupid, superficial, just like nothing of, of substance. The first time from someone that I found somewhat attractive who uh, lives not terribly far away, really a nice area. I'm not totally familiar, but I've been through there a few times in my life. And someone who is vetted because I saw and on the Instagram, there was a link to the website. And this person also teaches and uh, for their area of, of outside of New York, founded uh, a, jazz, a, a jazz orchestra jazz, or a jazz band. Let's say a jazz band. And it's been doing it for decades, since, since their 20s. And Jen, if you're listening... Originally from Canada. There you go. <laughs> Hello. And, and Jen is listening. She, she wants to get a card, by the way, just so you'll know. But oh, yeah. you better wait. <laughs> wait. 
Yes, our mother's telling you her story. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> just saying. Just, just letting you know. No, no. Uh, no, I'm going to pull it up right now. I'm almost done. I, um, so he sent a nice message asking me about, about you know, filmmaking or whatever. I, I think my profession says independent film slash NYU professor. Hello, sexy. Hello. All right. There you go. And, yeah, that's right. Hello. I'll use, I'll use the word professor when I need to. I just, I use it when I have to. And, and then I replied and then he replied back and said, let me know if you'd like to uh, get to know, to further get to know each other. And I said, so this is a little bit later at night. And I said, uh, I guess he said, nice to meet you. I, I, I said, Lovely to lovely to meet you um, as well. And I said it would cool if we uh, got to know each other. Um, uh, looking forward to continuing the conversation. At this point, it was like almost eleven. So I said, "Have a good night." Mm-hmm. And that's where we left it. All right. So for this annoying listener, Jen, let me pull up the freaking <laughs> database already. Goodness sake. But it's not interesting. So that's 80-20. Nice. Right? 80-20. You put your trot line in and you catch those fish. But you know what's so lovely? I already, see 80-20, I already made the upgrade. Mm. I was dealing with so with such scarcity from the last go-round, thinking like, ooh, I'm so cool, I'm so independent, I'm so chill. No, that means you are not even honoring any of your needs. Mm-hmm. And you played right into it. But thank you for my PhD. <laughs> thank you. Mm-hmm. So wide open. Mm-hmm. I know what time it is. So regardless of anything happens energetically, see, that 20% of effort yielded 80% of results because my, it's priceless. I raised my vibration. And I just needed another filter to obscure the aftermath of that ridiculous uh, betrayal and massive disrespect that I endured, Mm. you know. So here we go. All right. I'm ready, Miss Jen. All right, here I'm gonna play. She's already put in pick, but let's let's just do this. I'll play it. Girl, give 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 me a second because I don't know. Okay, I think. All right, here we go. Here we go. Okay. All right. She's eager. Pick. All right, pick. So the number, oh, how, ooh, how interesting. The number associated with this message is one, two, one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Here's the message. Hold your ground with the boundaries you set in place as an act of self-care. Dismantle the barricades which keep source and divine gifts away. Love that. I'll read it again. Hold your ground with boundaries you set in place as an act of self-care. Dismantle the barricades which keep source and divine gifts away. One, two, one. Well, uh, right away, I, I feel like it has to do with self and higher self and trusting Ooh. the flow that comes between, you know, between those two things. Um, and with the, the two is about, um, and to some degree, it's learning about boundaries um, in that right. if, if you aren't aware of what you're doing, you just allow all kinds of stuff to happen. Um, because you're like, I'm just trying to help out, you know, but, but you lose yourself in the process. So both numbers is basically two numbers, a one and a two, but that two is, is in partnership with your smaller self and then your higher self. And that completes the picture for whatever is coming through to you and also what is going to be expressed by you outwardly to other people. Um, right. So, yeah, uh, 
uh, you know, there are times also when on the flip side of things where, you know, with the one, it's all about, oh, I'm just going to do whatever. And there's like no direction. It's just, um, it's, it's very unstable. Um, but mm-hmm. even in this structure of the one, two, one, that stabling part is the two. It is about, about being receptive, but then also funneling that to a higher purpose. Um, and and if we obviously add it all up, that's a four. So there's foundational work that helps mm-hmm, mm-hmm. define who you are, what what you are right now. But then also you're not done. Like you're not done with the whole building. It's just a foundation. So um, right, that's good. And she she said uh, I am in a four year as well. I think which could be I think is right. But uh, yeah, I think you are because of your birthday. Yeah. So um, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. Always a good message because I think we tend to forget about when you do put boundaries. Sometimes that becomes a wall. Versus. Yeah, we have different boundaries. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have, yeah. Sometimes the boundary becomes a wall. So as much as you're keeping something yeah. out, uh, protect right. yourself. What else are you are you missing out on because it's a really high right. wall or really thick? You know, like okay, that's everything. You shut yourself off. Right. So you don't want to do that. Right. Um, but you right. have to know, you have to know, uh, you still have to consider what else is around you or what's coming to you. And, and so a lot of it isn't like obviously the physical stuff of keep away, but you know, how are you, how are you sifting through the things that are coming your way and how do you, how are you prioritizing? How are you giving them the attention? Yeah. Yeah. Right. She said there is a difference between barricades and boundaries. Absolutely. They can serve yes. the same purpose. Yes, that's right. To to a certain degree, but yeah, yeah. Uh, barricades can definitely keep things out um, and keep Absolutely. something in. Yeah, good message. Um, yeah, really we good do message. have another hand raised, and we just so people know. I mean, we we really it, it you know it takes a while to do these things so if you were waiting to the last like 10 minutes to call there's a good chance we might not get to you because <laughs> it takes about 10 minutes for us to figure out what we're you know to express everything we need to express so um we do have a hand raised though and um if we, okay. want, we can go into that i think we can probably wrap it up within the last five minutes of the show yes we can i think okay. i know who it is oh it's area code yeah. 203 oh no so, it's not okay we, <laughs> It's a good morning caller. Hello, who's this? Hi, this is Pat. Hi, Pat. Hey, Pat. Okay, so we only have a couple minutes, so what's going on? I'm sorry, I I just tuning in, so I missed most of the show. Um, Let's see, Uh, issues with money. Um, It's been difficult for quite some time. Do you see that getting better at all? Alisa, we had a conversation with, I get, I sort of go into an altered, a semi-altered state, but did we, didn't you ask, did did we deal with kind of like similar, like a similar question? Is this the same? Am I recalling that this is sort of the same? It could be. I, yeah, I can't, I can't remember all the different people we talked to, but we have had, we have had that question before. I just don't know if it's necessary for me. No, not for me. No, not not for you. Okay. Okay, great. So I just want to make, I just want to make sure. So. Let me just see here. Can you be a little more, uh, I don't think it's tied to, I don't think you need to be more specific. So if you could just put it into a more tangible question, Pat, that would be helpful. Well, it's been two and a half years. Uh, It's uh, of one crisis after another. And Mm. it's, it's really drained me. The worrying is, is draining me. It's hard not to worry after, you know, two years of literally, you know, something hitting me and three weeks later getting up and starting it and then bam. So I'm, I'm gun shy, but I just really am hoping that things are somehow going to get more stable. In fact, I've, I've taken out a loan. It started with my mechanic blowing my engine through negligence and I've never been able to catch up. And now I'm thankful to have a loan to pay that off and dental bills, but it's really making it very difficult because it's taking out a, I'm having something drawn out every month. 
I'm on a limited income, very limited. So um, I always was able to put a hundred, maybe a little more away each month in case I had a crisis with my dog who's now 14 or whatever. And it's not there anymore. And I kind of feel like I'm drowning, you know, unable to get a hold. Did I lose you? Oh, oh, yeah, I guess you did. Hold on. We lost Liz. Hold on a minute here. Did you hear what I said? Or did, did you not? I, I heard, I heard, I heard, I heard enough, actually. Okay. Um, yeah, I heard, I heard enough The I got kicked off and I called back in. I was able to, I oh. missed just, I, I missed a few, a few things, but I get, I get the vibration, the idea. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and I really don't have a, enough time to do uh, a deep a deep dive. Are you doing any sort of are you exposing yourself to any sort of concept of um, abundance and gratitude just in recognizing it? So there's abundance if we look at the sky. There's gratitude for our health. Are, Are you doing any sort of work like that because a lot of the tone and the vibration and the language of the facts yeah I almost clear. didn't I almost didn't want to bring up the facts because they're old and negative I'm doing a lot for everything from my health I'm very grateful a hypnotist is helping me I'm very grateful Good. church organization is, is training me Good. for 17 weeks I'm nice. receiving many gifts okay and my, well, my then, goal then, this year my health as mm-hmm. well. So um, mm-hmm. there's, there's a Good. lot of focus on moving forward. Good. Then by you saying that, it's funny because the words weren't coming to me. You just articulated that. So it, the, the answer is, is just to continue to tap into uh, your faith. And you can just tell yourself, you know, you gave us the, the whole list of all these, these challenges it's that that might be the facts, but my truth is I'm turning this over to source. Absolutely. So you're not in denial. You know what I mean? You're not in denial, Pat. You're acknowledging, but you're also flipping it so that you are breathing into more expansiveness. And is there any way that you can get some sort of support from social services? I do have that. I have quite a bit. Um, I have, you know, the state insurance. I'm on food stamps. So I really. So that's uh, abundance. And just tell yourself, I am always well taken care of. There really isn't not much more for Elisa and I to say than what we're saying. I can't just say, and and you know what I mean? The end of December, everything's going to work out. But I do feel that you are on, um, on the right path, and I do feel that maybe, do you have a social worker that you meet with? I see a therapist. Okay. I do feel that maybe there might be some other financial assistance that you can apply for, which is why I asked if there, if there is a, uh, a social worker. But I'm glad you're doing all the right things. There really isn't anything that I can say, but energetically, you've been steadfast, and it, and that I think that you are in the final stages of really cutting ties with uh, the past, and some car- and some karmic contracts are coming to a close. Right. So to give right. you an answer to this, I would say I don't like to do a timeline on things, but but if you can just project yourself one year. From now, um, and all the things that you intend and that you uh, hope to accomplish, articulate those things. Where do you see yourself in one year? And we'll leave it there. If you can call back okay. when we are not so limited with time, then we can we can revisit this. But but you're Thanks. on the right track, so we'll leave it there. You sh- yeah you sh- absolutely. All right. So Thanks. if you all need to get a hold of, of our pleasure. Uh, 
um, if you want to get a hold of us, you can send an email to LOABlend at gmail.com. We'll be back on the air this coming. Oh, Thanksgiving! <laughs> we'll be back. So, we, yeah, we could do a show Thanksgiving. We've done it before. Uh, yeah. Thanksgiving at, yes, 8.30 a.m. United States Eastern Time. So in the meantime, take care of yourself and each other. And as always, let the light do the work. And to love you. Love Bye. you. Bye.